Hi, this is Elliot Fishman, and this is part two of our talk on neurovascular imaging. And this one will be more on the skeletal side of things, and this uh, lateral view of the mandible and skull reminds me of that. You can see that one of the things we uh, use CT for is looking at the possibility of suture closure early, and you can see very nicely in this child, low-dose CT from skin to uh, a little bit of muscle, you begin now to see the anterior fontanelles, you begin to see the sutures, and you can see very nicely uh, from the sagittal projection or lateral projection, uh, very nicely the patient's uh, sutures. You also can see in the same patient, if we do it from an anterior projection, very nice visualization of the patient's uh, sutures. Again, a very easy way of looking at premature suture closure. In these examples, you can see I'm using volume rendering, and that works very nicely. You can see I did it with opaque, high opacity, or with high transparency. I do like the um, transparency routinely because it gives me a truer answer, but uh, both uh, the high and uh, lower transparency will work very nicely. Let me mention a little bit about spinal imaging. Many applications in the spine uh, from trauma, infection to neoplastic disease, and osteoarthritis. Trauma is very common. Lots of articles now talking about how direct coronals and sagittals are the way to look at the spine, be it C-spine, T-spine, or L-spine. You can see nicely in this uh, view the fractures at the um, L3 level of the body as well as the uh, transverse process on the left. And you can see the sagittal perspectives are particularly good in looking at vertebral bodies, showing particular compression fractures. And the 3D map is especially helpful in cases like this, looking at the compressive nature of the fracture, extension to the posterior elements and spine, and just very, very nice visualizations. And I'm showing you a couple of visualizations from a sagittal perspective, from a volume rendered perspective, using a combination of volume rendering with different opacities. And you simply would rotate these images around to really bring out, as in this case, at the L3 level, the uh, fractures involving the posterior elements. And again, that works very nicely. We've also shown in numerous articles the importance of uh, CT in looking at sacral fractures. Often there are incidental findings in looking at the pelvis for trauma, looking at acetabular fractures, we'll find the sacral fractures. We also can find uh, stress fractures in the sacrum. And here's just a nice example of a fracture at the S1 level on the right. You can see that subtle step-off very nicely seen on the 3D imaging. We also, beyond trauma, we'll look at things like malignancies. Here's an example of widespread metastatic disease to bone, a number of sclerotic lesions, multiple vertebral bodies are collapsed infiltrated and destroyed and 3D rendering very nicely shows you this and you can see in this case we were scanning the abdomen. An important thing to remember is with thin section CT there's no need to do dedicated spine studies. If you're doing the abdomen or chest just reconstruct with the data targeted over that region and you can see in this case where we're looking at that same patient's vertebral bodies we're also looking at the patient's kidneys, looking at the periodic zones, and looking at ascites. And here's one more set of views showing that. So again, single comprehensive examination. When patients do have primary tumors of the spine, they're nicely visualized. So here's a nice lesion. I would have thought about chordoma. I would have thought metastasis. But this was a very unusual tumor. I've seen two of these now, myxoid ependymoma. You can see widening of the sacral foramina. 
and I'll show it to you in a range of perspectives. Associated soft tissue mass on the uh, axial views and look at the erosion not only of the sacral vertebral body but also across the SI joint into the iliac bone well seen on the right. And then we'll go from there to the sagittal plane and on the sagittal plane you really see the soft tissue component. You see the thinning of the posterior portion of the sacrum. You really get a good feel of the erosion of bone. And then we simply do is put a cut plane obliquely through that sacrum. And now we're looking at the foramen and you can see from S1 through S3 this tumor infiltration. Basically all of those bodies are eroded. You also nicely see the iliac side involvement on the right. And then we go from there from the 2D to very nicely into the 3D images which really give you a very nice feel of the extension of this destructive process. So again, primary tumors, metastatic disease, it's really an ideal uh, application. Another application in terms of trauma is in the cranial facial region for a wide range of trauma. CT is the study of choice. Here's a nice example of an orbital fracture on the left with extension through the medial wall. Now yes, you can look at this with axial planes and that can be very helpful, but it's really going beyond the axial that's critical. Coronal planes showing you the floor of the orbit being fractured. You can very nicely see the extent of displacement. You can go literally from the entire spectrum. We can go from the soft tissues. As in this example, you see the patch over the patient's eye. You can see the marked swelling that is present. The eyelid is swollen. We then go to bone, very nicely showing the zygomatic arch. Here we're using opaque bone. I'll show you the floor of the orbit fractured from four different perspectives. And you can see very nicely here. And then we'll go through the perspectives as well. CT is also very good not only in diagnosing and defining the extent and for surgical planning of orbital fractures, but also once the patient has had repair, you can see that patient with the mesh in the floor of the orbit how the orbit is being rebuilt and you can see very nicely that mesh and I'll show that to you in a range of perspectives as well. And again 3D volume rendering really ideal in this application. Again a very simple five second study or less on a 64 slice scanner. Another example here's a complicated orbital fracture here and uh, you can see that this patient has also had repair so very, very nice example of showing you both the fracture as well as the repair. And you can get a very good feel uh, when they put the uh, mesh in the floor of the orbit. There's still the press fragments that extend down into the maxillary sinus. And you really get a feel by looking at the various uh, renderings that we can do. And I try to do enough renderings to give the clinician the information they really need to know. And you can see it's almost an infinite number of visualizations. Uh, in this patient, fracture of the maxillary sinus, orbital floor, there's the mesh. And you can see, you can look at it in the axials and coronals, but I really think it's the 3D visualizations in this case that really do prove to be ideal because at times it's that global visualization. And here I'm going through some more images. It's that global visualization that is really nice in terms of looking at the surgical result. And again, you can see I'm showing you a number of different images and displays. And in fact, one of the things to be careful with is that you don't get carried away and just create so many images because they really are indeed very impressive. And uh, 
you'll see that your referring clinicians will really like uh, to look at these images. In terms of reconstruction, one helpful hint is to reconstruct at soft tissue as well as to reconstruct at bony uh, re algorithms. So different algorithms can be very helpful. You want the soft tissue algorithm, particularly when you want to look at the muscles around the orbit, as in this example. Sometimes we see really horrendous cases. I'll just show you a case where maybe, hopefully not eating a Snickers bar, this thing, uh, the patient was hit, and look how it literally pulled off the skin on the side of the face. You can see the foreign object still present. Very, very impressive injury. Uh, this patient had aggressive plastic surgery, and to my knowledge, everything uh, the patient did very well. So again, you get a feel of the types of injuries we can look at. Uh, there's been a number of articles written now about the Iraqi war and the concussions and brain injuries and facial injuries from these roadside bombings and how CT is being used uh, as an important guide in those cases. So, um, you know, unfortunately we often have to deal with the dark side of things, but uh, imaging can be very helpful in that regard. So let me conclude then, and that's two parts, and concluding that CTA is critical for a range of neurovascular applications. I showed you the carotid arteries mainly, I showed you a little bit of head and neck imaging. Circle of will is the same process, we can get back to that at a different time. Uh, 3D mapping is ideal for the cranial facial region, particularly trauma. And we can discuss that further looking at the mandible at a later date, but I gave you some examples. And 3D is critical in the evaluation of spinal disease, particularly trauma and tumor imaging. And with that, catch you later. Have a nice day.